Hello, nerds. Welcome to the Post Credit Sir, your new favourite pop culture podcast. My name is Loosh. I have my boy Dino here. How are you, Dino? Hey, mate. How are you doing? Good, mate. Good. So today we're going to do something a little bit different. We are going to release a full episode at some point in the next couple of days. But today we thought we'd do a little bit of a backstory about your hosts. So um, today I'm going to tell you a little bit about who Loosh is. So who are you, Loosh? Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> well done, mate. Well done. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what do you want to know, Dino? Uh, honestly, man, like we've known each other a little bit now, but I'm kind of interested as to why, you, why you've gotten into this kind of field. What makes it so, like why are you so driven to do podcasting and not just podcasting, but talk about this particular subject? Man, I'm, I'm definitely a pop culture nerd. Now, obviously, at the start of the episode, I called everyone nerds, and some people might be offended by that. But let me clarify, nerds rule the motherfucking world, okay? Everyone in power is a nerd. So, and if they're not in power, they should be. Yeah, we have to take nerd back. Yeah, we're taking nerd back. We're it's, taking um, nerd. Yeah, the, the, the power in the word nerd, I think, is, is underrated. And, you know, I, I'm a proud nerd who has been a proud nerd of many things for, for a very, very long time. Um, you know, for me, like pop culture has been my life uh, for a very, very long time. Before we even had the term pop culture, I, I loved the things that we now categorize in that pop culture, um, in that pop culture kind of world. Um, I've been told to stop using the word zeitgeist because it sounds too important and sounds too. Uh, what was the word she used? Um, woke. Right. <laughs> so apparently, no more. Zeitgeist, um, fuck your zeitgeist. Uh, but yeah, look, uh, for me, it's it's always been about um, the things that engage us, the things that make life a little bit more exciting. You know, like life has always been very much your nine to five job, your work from home, your work, um, not not so much your work from home up until the last couple of years, but. You know, I feel like pop culture is what peppers my world a little bit with with something fun and engaging and excitement, exciting to watch and, and to be a part of and to to join communities and talk about. You know, like, um, you know, everything from from Star Wars when I was a young kid all the way to Disney animation. You know, like I grew up absolutely living and breathing everything Disney. I grew up in a very Christian family, so Disney was pretty much all we're allowed to watch. Um, and then wrestling became a thing in my early teens, you know, with my grandfather, as, as Sam and I spoke about last week. Um, you know, like I'm a rugby league fan. I worked in the music industry. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm obsessed with movies. Like I've, I've literally gone to every single Marvel movie when it's released. I've gone and seen it the day it comes out in gold class with my massive box of popcorn and my huge drink. And, you know, like I, I, I cried with hundreds of people in the cinema when Tony Stark died. And I, I, I cheered with hundreds of people in the cinema the day that, that um, you know, that uh, Doctor Strange, uh, you know, the, the first Doctor Strange movie, because like, holy shit, we didn't know that that was ever going to happen because it was so left of center from where they were going with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So like, shit, we've got Doctor Strange and everyone was just like mind blown with what Marvel had done, you know, and I was in the cinema with those people and feeling like this was, this is, th- these are my people. You know, like we all want to find a place in society. We all want to find a place where we're happy, where we're comfortable and where we're engaged. And I feel like this is where I am. All of those things. What is it? uh, I mean, like you've obviously touched on a lot of the things that you enjoy about pop culture, the different things that you've gone to, the different events, the, the things that you engage with the most, whether it be like not just when you watch it, but engage on social media further, go into fan theories and stuff like that. But what is your top 
pop culture thing? What is the thing that really drives you? What would you love to talk about more than anything else? That's a really hard one. Honestly, I don't actually think I have an answer for that at the moment. Do you reckon it's a feeling-based thing, whereas some days you're kind of like, I'm in the mood for like the comedy side of Marvel, or some days I'm in the mood for a a good WWE storyline? Absolutely. Do you think that's a big big driver? You know, like when... For example, like a couple of days ago, like again, you know, pop culture, uh, I, I love Young Sheldon. I think it's such a great show, a really great spin-off of what I thought as a nerd was a really fun series. Um, and I'd been waiting for Young Sheldon to come out for quite a while and uh, for, for season six to come out for a while. It dropped on Netflix a couple of days ago. I devoured the entire 22 episodes in two days. It's very easy to be a pop culture fan nowadays, isn't it? Absolutely. With, with how you can binge stuff and... But then, you know, on the flip side of that, you've got, and this is where my head is kind of torn a little bit, my, my mind's a little bit torn. Um, Netflix, most of their new shit that they drop, they drop it as a collection of here is everything, watch it go. Like Sex Education, which is a fantastic series. I'm absolutely in love with Gillian Anderson in her older years as well. Like she was great in The X-Files. She's even better as she's gotten older. Um, and she was just a revelation in this series. But... Um, then you've got Disney Plus, who is dropping one episode of a time of Ahsoka, one episode at a time of Loki, and I don't know which one I prefer more. Like I, I like the idea of being able to binge things, and I I hate waiting for shit, man. I like you know, don't tell me what seven years from now's Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to look like. Just tell me what's coming in the next twelve months, because I can't wait seven years. Mm. Like I want it now. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think you said to me the other day, you know, but releasing it weekly keeps it a part of people's conversation for longer. Yeah, it keeps it relevant for longer, I think. So, you know, it, it is really, really easy to be a fan of pop culture and to really engage in that nerd culture. And, you know, it, it is honestly probably the best time in history to be a pop culture nerd. One of the things I think with the what you mentioned just there with Netflix and Disney Plus, I think it's like it's very much a quantity and quality thing. Whereas Netflix is, you know, it's a massive power. It's a massive power when it comes to acquiring properties as well, and even starting new ones with the originals. But one of the things I've, I've kind of noticed when I'm I'm more interested in Disney Plus for a reason is that the properties they own are higher. Like they're they're a higher fucking standard. Like you've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Star Wars, which are massive, and then Disney and all of everything that comes with that. The live actions that they've been remaking, which have been incredible. Um, do you think with Netflix, it's a quality versus quantity thing? And I mean, don't get me wrong, Netflix has a lot of quality when you think of The Witcher and a lot of that kind of stuff. But do you think it's like the properties owned by Disney? You can't just release ridiculous amounts of seasons and different shows all at once. What I think it is, Disney owns probably three of the top five intellectual properties in the world, right? And that's that's huge. Like that's Disney owns everything, right? But the big name television shows that are established as huge television shows that people have watched for, you know, years, like the the, the big products also come through Netflix, you know, like your mainstream television shows. You know, this is the thing. What Disney's releasing, they're not releasing TV shows. They are not releasing TV shows. They are releasing movies broken up into chapters. Yeah. Netflix are not doing that. Yeah. Netflix but... is purely releasing television shows and movies, obviously. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because I remember, I remember when you were younger, there was always this structure to the way TV shows are made where every show 
had like its small cliffhanger. Like they they had the the three part of like. You know when you break a movie into its it's the three? The first act, second act, and third act, right? Yeah, of course. Where there's, you know, the first act will introduce the story, introduce the problem, the second act, maybe the um, the bad guys have a bit of a, a minor win, and then the third act, you know, the heroes come back and, and kind of win the day. And you can show that in a lot of different TV shows. But I feel that in the Disney ones, and like you were saying, their movie's broken up, is that the three acts are spread across the entire series whereas in old TV the three acts are spread across every episode mm. and so it's a different feel for something it's not it's not like a larger than life thing with the TV shows from uh, yes the year I guess and even some of the ones on Netflix now but yep. where Disney is creating these cinematic masterpieces and I mean with the budgets they have and what they're trying to achieve as well what they're trying to visually achieve with the properties they have now with Marvel in space and multiverses and then you've got Star Wars and all the ridiculousness that comes with that it's um it's very easy to see why they would want to produce these massive series that kind of last a lifetime yeah definitely. stick with us look that's um that's that's pretty much why I wanted to start a podcast because like you know every Every time I go and see a movie, like a Marvel movie, a horror movie, like I love my horror movies, like I want to go see Saw X in the next couple of days, um, you know, all that sort of stuff, the first thing I need to do is I need to digest and talk about it. Like I just, I need to, I need to get all of my thoughts out because like I've seen so many things that, you know, callbacks, throwbacks, fan service, story development, all that kind of stuff. I, I want to start putting those puzzles together in my head. Like, um, so... You know, I'm, I'm sitting there one night watching a movie at the cinemas, came out, had a chat to my partner about it, and I think my partner might have turned around and said something along the lines of, this would be a really great podcast. Mm. And that's what got it in my head. I'm like, all right, fuck, I want to do a podcast. And I've been thinking about it for a while, and then I spoke to a um, mutual friend of ours, and, and he was kind of interested, and then you moved down, and you, you were interested, and we, we kind of got something going, and, and um, you know, like, I, I really enjoyed doing it. Um, I've learnt a lot doing it. Um, I uh, have taught myself a whole new skill set. So for those of you who are listening and are hearing some very interesting uh, production choices, that's me learning. Uh, bear with me. Please don't go away. Uh, I promise things will get better. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's that's pretty much why why this... Why it's come come to be, yeah. yeah. Why, so, this, why, why I want to do this. Are you a bit of a spoiler guy? Because obviously this conversation... I don't. I don't want to hear about your spoilers. So this is a bit of a conversation based on you, right? Like what you see in pod, uh, not just podcasting, but like in pop culture as well. But are you kind of like... Because, I mean, we've spoken at length and theories, fan theories are a big one. Like trying to guess what, what the next thing is going to happen. But are you much of a spoiler guy when it comes to that? I don't want to hear spoilers. Not at all? I don't want to hear spoilers. I want to be able to watch it myself and enjoy it myself and have those reactions myself. Do you find it hard nowadays with social media to peripherally not see stuff that might spoil, whether it be a yeah. fan theory that might be left to field or fan theories that are close Look, to a substance? I love fan theories. I'll read up on all the fan theories. Um, but, you know, for example, with Game of Thrones, I when, when that was coming out on a weekly basis, I absolutely refused to go on social media all day on Monday. From the second the episode dropped in Australia at like one, two o'clock in the afternoon, I wouldn't go on social media until I'd gotten home, watched the episode, then I'd go on social media. I won't go back and read a character's back history based on the books, if there mm. is a book or a comic book series, before, unless I already know it, um, before watching a TV series. I will research them 
hardcore after watching it. I've got an interesting question for you, being that you brought up Game of Thrones. I remember very clearly what it was like back then when Game of Thrones was coming out, what, you know, everyone was raving about. It was all people talked about. And again, I, I agree with you. Like, I would, so many people I know, including myself, would stay off social media to avoid spoilers. Do you think with the amount of good products coming out, whether it be all the streaming services that have properties, do you think there's something missed in the fact that we don't have that epicness of one major series that's going on at one time? Or say, I mean, we had Breaking Bad around the same time as Game of Thrones as well. Do you think we missed something with being overspoiled with the amount of stuff that we have? I don't think so. No, I don't think so at all. In fact, if anything, I think um, you're 100% right in that we are spoiled. We are, we, are, we are very simply spoiled for choice. Um, there's so much that we can watch and there's so much good material coming out. There's, there is so many big properties coming out so frequently, you know, House of the Dragon, Ahsoka, The Book of Boba Fett, uh, Loki, um, you know, like WandaVision, like every, everything that Marvel's put out, everything that Disney's been putting out, everything that Netflix has been putting out, you know, like like you mentioned the, earlier, The Witcher, you know, The Handmaid's Tale, like all, all these sorts of stuff. It, it's all very, very high quality content. Whereas back then, I think the reason why Game of Thrones was so big and Breaking Bad was so big was because the quality of the content that was in and around that wasn't very high. And then you've got these two very big standout quality productions that just blew everyone out of the water. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think both of those changed what television was. Agreed. I think before that, you would get guest stars from movies or, or on like, you know, uh, Law and Order or NCIS or something like that. You'd have these, but television back then, they were sitcom-y or those like Law and Order type shows, the NCIS type shows where there was a problem to solve every episode, like I was saying earlier. But then there was, a, there was much more of a focus on the larger storyline when it came to those big ones and yep. they changed television because they realized hey you know television isn't just something we can small budget we can we can throw some money here and we can we can get a following yeah absolutely um you know when, when you start seeing tv series sorry uh epic series i'm not going to call them tv series epic series like the ring of power whose budget was the equivalent to movies per episode and the quality that they pumped out was just insane um, you know, like this is this is what I love, you know, uh, and I love that there is a world for me to um, explore where people have put value on that kind of content and created a quality of content that is just so far and above anything that's ever been produced before. And we get to consume it on a weekly basis. And we I don't think we realize how privileged we are. You know, when I was growing up, there were three television channels. And every three minutes, there was an ad break for two minutes. You know, like a 16-minute a, a episode of Young Sheldon back in the 80s would have taken 35 minutes to watch. Fuck that. I don't want to see that shit. You know, so look, I, I think um, we are blessed, we are privileged, we are spoiled. Um, and it just makes sense for me that if we're going to have all of these properties that we can talk about and all of these exciting things coming out and all of these amazing things happening around the world um, that relate to pop culture, because bearing in mind, pop culture isn't just movies and television. You know, um, I think it makes sense that for people who enjoy it, we would get online and talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's that's my contribution to the zeitgeist. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so that's where we are. Um, that's that's me. That's that's my view on on why we're doing this and who I am, what I'm engaged with and excited about. So uh, yeah, cool. Um, I guess. 
stay tuned for Dean's little chin wag. <laughs> Thanks, mate. No, it's good. It's good, and I will definitely, um, you know, throughout all the episodes that we film or we record, everything that comes up, I think we will uh, we'll get to know a bit more about you and what you niche down in, what you genuinely prefer, because you know, passion speaks through you know through the microphone. You will. We'll definitely hear a lot more of what you have to say and, and who you are with it. The one thing I will say is, if I had to, if I had to choose, um, one of our mutual friends put up a post the other day with like twelve TV shows, and you could only choose two, and the rest had to go. Um, there were some fucking good TV series in that selection, but for me, it wasn't. It was hands down. It was Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. And I agreed with you. I I, uh, I agreed. I think he said Game of Thrones and. I can't remember what he's picked. I can't remember what the other one was. It might have been Sons of Anarchy or something dumb like no, that. No, 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 no. It wasn't Sons of... But <laughs> not to say Sons of Anarchy is dumb, but like... I, I you can't get rid of... Like, if, if there was only two episodes of television left in the universe, and that's it, that's all you're ever allowed to watch, it has to be Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. If you choose anything else, you are wrong. <laughs> anyway, that's me. We'll see you soon. Deuces!